Welcome to the Strategic Talent Management People Solution Podcast. We solve your people challenges. People are the most important ingredient for your business or organization's success. We believe the way to take your organization to the next level begins with knowing your people and yourself. Welcome to Strategic Talent Management's People Solutions Podcast. I'm Sue MacArthur, President of STM, and I have Art Boulay, our CEO, with us today. Hello. And today we're talking about performance management. And here at STM, we look at performance management more as a process than as an event. So we thought we'd share our thoughts on that with you today. And Art, would you like to get us started? Yes, and what we're we're looking at the uh, outline that you and Chris Mazzaro put together. Chris is our director of uh, or senior consultant for training and development. He's the training expert. Sue and I are just eye candy, basically. But uh, they put this together for one of our clients, and we thought it'd be a great podcast because, well, maybe I'll ask you, Sue. Where did that title come from? Proce- uh, performance management is is a process, not an event. What sparked that? Well, really, from our basic philosophy at STM about performance management is that when you get to the annual review, nothing in that meeting should be a surprise to anybody. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, typically that review is is looked at with great dread and what are they going to say and am I going to be blindsided and and all of that and and there are some some pretty simple tools and techniques that do require an investment of time and effort but fairly easy to administer that can make these performance management conversations an ongoing part of your everyday it helps keep people focused and it means that nobody's surprised when you sit down for that review. Yeah, and I I noticed on your your uh, program that you had built that you identified other specific benefits, like it identifies training needs, uh, it increases employee retention. What were some of the other things that you and Chris talked about? Well, an overall boost to morale. I mean, when when it comes to that review time in a company. If if it's something that people dread, that really, you know, that really puts a damper on overall morale. Um, it creates consistency. Everybody's getting the same kind of feedback in the same way um, and with the same frequency. And it helps the, the company and the, the leadership of the company communicate their strategic vision and and run that yeah. as a thread through the whole year, not just a, you know, when you sit down in December and say, okay, here's your review and let me remind you what our strategic vision is. Um, it's something that is in the minds of everyone on your team all year long. Yeah. One thing we've talked about in the past, you know, around strategic planning, for example, is that, uh, we could we could probably have a similar program called strategic planning as a uh, process, not an event. But it's it's really about that communication thing. And I think sometimes the leadership or ownership of a company 
forget, frankly, that the the strategic direction or strategic vision evolves over the course of certainly a year, certainly as big events take place. And so any opportunity like a performance review, again, on an ongoing basis is a is a way to clue everybody in, catch everybody else up with what you're you, what you're talking about in the boardroom. And we see it as an ongoing two-way conversation as well. And we'll be, we'll be offering up a tool to help facilitate these conversations at the end of this podcast. But this is not just a, a manager speaking to their employee. This is an opportunity for that employee to give some feedback. What's going well? What do they need from their manager that they may not be getting? Mm-hmm. Um, what are some things that are, are perhaps hampering their productivity or their engagement with their work that that manager may not be aware of. So this is an opportunity to have those conversations as well. But, you know, you think about high performing organizations. Let's talk about our beloved Patriots. (laughs) They did not win six Super Bowls in 20 years by sitting down once a year or once a month or even once a week to talk about the performance of the members of that team. It was every day. It was, here's what's going well. Here's what I need you to stop doing. Here's what you're not doing that needs to happen. That's how you lead a team to success, is that continuing feedback, not just one big dump of information, but little adjustments around, along the way that you know make small improvements and ultimately you're able to reach your goal. Well, we know everybody listening is a Patriots fan, so that example went over well, beautifully. Well, of course they are. <laughs> but uh, it, in all seriousness, how do you, you know, when you say continuous improvement, not once a year, it's not once a month, not even once a week. How does that really look inside an organization, Sue? Because everybody's busy and they're probably thinking, oh, my goodness, you mean once a week or what, once a day, I have to have a 20-minute, a two-hour conversation with everybody? Are you crazy? This does not have to be that big an investment of time. And certainly, we recommend for new employees or struggling employees, once a week for sure. But these don't have to be more than 10 to 15-minute conversations. Once you've established what the agenda is, that moves forward from meeting to meeting Maybe some things get resolved, they come off the agenda, new issues come on. You know, here's here's what we're going to work on next. Um, it doesn't have to be that frequent with seasoned employees who are high performers, but certainly they want feedback too. Right. And part of this process is to give positive feedback. It is, here's what you're doing well, keep doing it. And that really helps people continue to have the gas in the tank to perform. Yeah, that's a good point. And one thing I like to remind people when you're making, you know, maybe this is a change in your organization or something you, uh, or or maybe there's a kind of a big point you want to drive home with a team member or the whole team, be realistic. It's not going to happen in one conversation. Uh, It may take a little bit of time, be patient. Uh, the old saying about uh, adult learners need to hear things four or five times. Mm-hmm. So it may take four or five weeks or four or five sessions to get your point across. 
and again, I think the word patience is important, but it's also a a reminder that it it has to be part of an ongoing process. And right. once you talk about it and give examples and provide feedback, you'll you'll gradually see that change over time. And that's that's the reason you don't want to turn this into some just a, a one-time event. And there are some things to keep in mind in implementing a performance management program. It's not a one-size-fits-all kind of thing. You can't just take one tool and say, okay, this is what's going to work for us. It, it, whatever you're doing needs to align with your organization's procedures, their, your goals, your strategic vision. You need to have um, buy-in from the key leaders in the organization because they're going to be the ones that implement this program and, and just basic level management team. They're the ones that are going to be spending the time making sure this happens. So you need to create buy-in with whatever you're doing. And leadership needs to communicate the vision. This is why we are doing this. Um, it can't just be another thing that comes down from on high and, you know, off with you, go do this. You don't need to know why. Um, there needs to be some training involved so that managers are implementing this properly and consistently across your organization. And you need to take the time to evaluate, analyze, and make necessary adjustments along the way. This is a, a living, breathing process. And just because something is working for you perfectly today doesn't mean that a year from now, two years from now, as your organization changes and develops and new people come in, um, that there, there may be an opportunity to make some changes and, and um, make your system work even better for your organization. And I'd like to stress now, because I know many of our listeners, many of our clients are relatively small. They're maybe thinking, oh, what Sue's talking about is for big organizations. Like the last real corporate job I had, there were 400 managers. So everything you just said was extremely important. But even if you've got only three or four key people, key managers on your team, uh, it's important everybody hears this message and delivers it in the same way mm -hmm. uh, that's the way you're going to communicate the vision and get everybody aligned to those key goals and i might add too we all know hiring is difficult and uh, the turnover has been fairly high recently every time you get a new person on your team uh, even if it's a small team it's a different team there's a it is going to be subtle changes in what's important, what you all talk about. So don't take this as, oh, this is just a message for a giant corporation with layers of bureaucracy. Uh, it's it's important for them to, to do that, get that alignment right. But it, it's important for most of you, uh, even with a much smaller organization, you've got to, that alignment starts uh, at, the, at the senior levels and, uh, it's got to be reinforced every time you add a new person to the team. Right. And we've talked a bit about the, the ongoing communication process, but I think it's important to, to keep some, some key things in mind about the annual, because even though we're having these ongoing conversations, there needs to be a, you know, at least, at least annual, annually, if not twice a year, um, really summing things up and setting some meaningful goals. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, as fast as things are changing today, annual is a long time. Uh, it is. I, and I know that they're time consuming. Uh, 
But if if you establish a structure and a process and and don't every year have to recreate the wheel, then then this is much more easy uh, to implement and to administer. So Sue, that's a good point about the annual review. We don't want to forget that. What are some of the the key points people need to keep in mind about the annual appraisal process? Right. Well, the first thing is to focus on performance, not personality. A line that we like to use is it's personnel, not personal. There you and go. that's a very important thing to keep in mind is you really need to, to focus on what is relevant and objective, give specific examples. It's not about whether you like the person or not. It is all about their performance in their role in your organization. It's important to be as specific as possible. Their achievements, their challenges, your expectations. Yeah, that's People a key can't one. can't live up to your expectations if you don't communicate them. Mm -hmm. Don't leave them in a vacuum wondering what they're supposed to be. And doing. that's one of the core things that's going to change in the environment we're in today. Those expectations will be changing. So even right. if they were wildly successful last year, you you may need to reset that, you know, quarterly or, or semi-annually. Right. And keep the employee's performance objectives from prior conversations in mind. Look back at the prior year's review document. What objectives, what goals did you set at that point? And have a conversation in this current review about the progress toward reaching those goals. Did we hit the mark? Did we miss the mark? Did we go over the mark? Which would be great. But you know, keep that thread going from year to year. Um, or however often you decide to do these, these appraisals. But also just please, and in all of these conversations, I urge people to keep in mind, it's not just about what's wrong. People yep. need to hear what they're doing well mm -hmm. and the behaviors that you expect them to continue. I'll tell you a story. I, I once was a Chamber of Commerce director and I had a, an assistant who when she started, she started doing this beautiful weekly email newsletter to all of our members. And I thought it was fantastic. But then all of a sudden it stopped. And I, you know, after a couple of weeks, I noticed, I said, why, why are you not doing that anymore? She's like, well, I got really busy and I wasn't sure that you liked it. So I thought it was something that was expendable. I had never told her how much there I appreciated go. that. Yep. So keep that in mind as you... Um, as you structure your formal performance evaluations. And it's, yes, it's the bad and the ugly, but you need to talk about the good too. <laughs> good point. Any particular tools that you want to offer up or points you want to make in summing this all up, Sue? Yes, yeah, so we use a tool in our ongoing communication, we call it Start, Stop, Continue. And it is, it's a way to facilitate two-way communication, most often between a supervisor and their direct report, but it can be used between two people who just may be having a difficult relationship, um, having a difficult time relating to each other or working together. And the first time you run through this tool, you each come to the conversation with separate documents, things that I think I need to work on things I need to start, stop, and continue, and things for you. And the other person comes to the table with the same thing. And in that first meeting, you you sit down and agree on what the objectives are. 
Mm -hmm. And you use that document moving forward to guide your conversations from week to week or month to month or whatever the case may be. So we will be offering that up. You can find that on the resources page on our website. And um, if you need some help walking through that, we're happy to do that. Yeah, that's a good generic tool for all sorts of purposes in, in general management and conflict resolution. Well, Sue, it was fun uh, talking to you about this and uh, reminding me what a good job you and Chris did on this performance management uh, presentation that you did, uh, what, a year or so ago. So I think it was pre-COVID. We've been living yep. in the time oh, warp it? of the COVID. <laughs> COVID We're world. all in the time warp. So, well, well, thank, thank you, you again. Are... Thank you, everybody, for listening, and we'll talk to you in a couple of weeks. So thank you for listening to another episode of Strategic Talent Management's People Solutions Podcast. Remember to subscribe to get notifications for new episodes. And for more information on strategic talent management, click on the link to our website in the podcast description.